please send demo tapes to care of Mil Calzones at thebrainbusters.net. And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? you doing brainiacs long alan ice t here ready to talk lucha things programs with you on another edition of brain buster radio it is a late saturday night i've been watching lucha fighting all night long i'm ready to talk about everything going on in the world of professional wrestling the last couple of days since we left you on our big return show talking about a very fun wednesday night dynamite and some nxt but now we're back we got we got a bunch of stuff coming into this show, and we're going to be in order, even though there's no Triple J. Even though there's no Triple J, we still have Mil Calzones on the Unos and Doses. And Mil Calzones, I think really all we need is you, because we're going to start this thing off here in just a second, talking about Lucha Libre Triple A stealing the show on a Saturday night. Oh, Jess, Jess, all you need is me, man. That's cool, man. It is good. Ready. We're ready, and we're ready to also... We're ready to also finally hear from Vinman, who's here. He's making his return. Limited dates. Vinman's here. I'm sure he has a lot on his mind besides everything on our agenda. I'm trying to keep us in order, Brainiacs. I'm going to do my best, but you never know what direction Vinman's going to take. He is like a human money in the bank ladder match. Unpredictable every single time. Yeah, that's right, Long Island. I might just grab a hold old number seven and, uh, you know, watch some old TNA on Pluto TV. Yeah. I mean, I, I advocate for P- Pluto TV's TNA channel for sure. But I don't know about... So So answering the question from last episode, Vin, man, you weren't here. You would take that ride with Mox like Triple J and I said we would. You'd hop in the back of his truck, drink some JD on the way to the big match. Well, the, the big... The, the, the issue I had was, was all the Metallica, which is fine. But, you know, you got to mix in some other music there. I got to hear some Priest... I got to hear some, you know, maybe some Fozzie, although he probably doesn't want to play that. I don't think he'll play that. Yeah, I don't think he'll be playing Fozzie. You might have a shot at some Priest, maybe some Guar, and uh, you're going to get to that match in one piece. I trust Mox with my life, the AEW champion. Not a lot of AEW to talk on this show, unless, Vin Man, before we get into it, you have anything that you wanted to get off your chest that you missed on the last episode? Uh, you got you guys pretty much covered it. Uh, uh, some some good stuff happening on that program. What about the Manitoba melee, though? I have been waiting to hear your thoughts on That's... that. What do you think of a Manitoba? I've always I've always been you know bigger on. Uh, I, I like a, a like a Regina Rumble more than a Manitoba <laughs> melee. But as far as you know, Canadian hootenannies, that was a good one. Yeah, it was a real hoot nanny. Uh, you know, just the the creativity, the editing techniques, 
Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I hope we get another one in, in about a month. Uh, very exciting. Uh, Manitoba Melee, still everyone's talking about it. They're recreating it on social media. At the Brain Busters, by the way, Brainiacs, tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. Uh, we've got plenty of news breaking to, to get to on this show, too. But, Milkhouse I've been wanting to ask you, you're sitting there, uh, and you have all this knowledge about Lucha Libre and Mexico. What's, like, the Mexican equivalent to a Manitoba Melee? Uh, well, I mean, there was already one that I guess it's gonna, it's the closest thing I've seen so far with uh, Cassandro Lexotico. Uh, I don't know if you saw his, Alan. Oh, oh, was that the one? Yeah, we've referenced that on the last show, right? That was like the it's the the flim flam, but it's all exotic yeah, that's from probably, Mexico. Yeah, that's probably the closest thing I've ever seen, but like I mean, Maximo. if they're gonna do one, it'll probably be like. It'd probably be a lot of like uh, pan dulce being thrown, maybe some horchata in the face, <laughs> you know, shit like that. That's the closest thing we're gonna find. But I mean, I'm just waiting. I don't know who's gonna be the first one to step is up. Su- is, su- is, super porky, a lot of shit is super porky on flim flam or tip- TikTok? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so, man. I think he's still on uh, MySpace, still going, still going strong on that. Oh, oh my god, I think he's. <laughs> Probably luring underage girls on MySpace is my guess. <laughs> or what getting about a Tijuana. T- what about a Tijuana tussle? Tijuana tussle is only like ten bucks, or at least it used to be fifteen years ago. I don't know how much those. I mean, go all for I know is that you better have all your you better have all your pestles ready for that. Well, Brainiacs, that we're starting to talk off a little Lucha Libre because, well, that's what I was watching not uh, an hour ago as of this live on tape edition of BBR. And you, uh, you, I'm hoping we're watching too because I saw a lot of people who are tweeting about wrestling usually were tweeting about Triple A and they don't normally talk about that promotion, but a lot of people were tonight because their show Lucha Fighter, I believe it was their third or fourth episode earlier tonight live on YouTube. It was fantastic, Vidman. Did you catch any of it? Uh, I did not, but before we uh, before we run it down here, could you say uh, the the name of this show as if you were uh, an announcer in New Japan? <laughs> a, a New Japan announcer, and an, <laughs> uh, proclaiming the beginning of Triple A's Lucha Fighter—is that what you're asking for? Yeah. Okay. They usually work with CMLL, but I'll do this for you, Vin Man. Here you go. Um, <clears throat> They play as a lucha fighter. That's that's Moose the Mark goes with that announcer. I do the higher pitched guy. <laughs> Moose the Mark, okay. yeah, he would be the triple R the Lucha Fighter. Ura Barasella. Tagano versus Chessman. El Gabo. Second match. Lady Maravilla. Para Lady Shani. Triple R Lucha Fighter. YouTube exclusive. Moose the Marks is better. <laughs> that was a match, though. We did get we did get Psycho Clown versus Tejano Jr. 
Mil Calzones. Tell Vin Man how big that match is. We're talking about two of the mo- best modern day heavyweight luchadors in that match. Tejano lost to Psycho Clown, who I think separated his shoulder legitimately in that one. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else you can do except continue. I was able to catch Psycho some of the, the Lucha saw, Libre. Did you see Psycho Clown? Oh, what a great theme song. Yeah, it was it was interesting to see that there wasn't that many people in the empty arena. I mean, I just wish there was just more Vuvuzelas. Maybe if they can do like some kind of sound effect in the background. Oh, man. Well, if you watch this thing, Vin Man, let me just... I mean, the only it it would have been better if there was you know a Japanese uh, ring announcer for it, but the the Spanish ring announcer is pretty damn good too. Empty, it's on an empty sound stage. It, it, it it's got lights everywhere, like they they light it up like it's a live show. Though they pipe in fake crowd noise too for the bigger matches. They show the announcers sitting at home in front of their bookshelves, furiously putting on hand sanitizer as they call the matches, <laughs> and then. In be- the best part, in between each match, they show the ring crew jumping up onto the apron wearing hazmat suits and masks, spraying the ropes and wiping everything down for the next match. And it's- all the referees are wearing are wearing surgical masks and staying the hell away from the wrestlers as far as possible. So what you're trying to tell me is that the referees are outside the ring counting one, two, three? <laughs> oh, pretty much. Like, there's like, if, if the pin is happening in the middle of the ring the referee would basically like be in the corner trying to eyeball if a shoulder was down i don't know how you could tell if a shoulder shoulder's down from that far but they were it's good to see you know wrestling companies taking this very seriously you know this pandemic i you know i have no problem with with uh protocols such as that this presentation all i mean aew i think takes the cake as far as uh, pandemic wrestling presentations. They're doing it the best. This is my number two now. Getting to see them wipe down the ring makes you know that it's live. Seeing the referees so deathly afraid of all the sweat and spit that's flying all over the pen blood is great. It, and then the announcers, and then they also are bringing in, like, the, they brought in Maximo the Exotico for an interview via Skype. I mean, they were, they were reading people's tweets on the air. This was a fun-ass show. And WWE, I feel like they just aren't taking advantage of of every. They are, you know, with the cinematic matches for sure. But in terms of making it feel live, this felt like a party watching this psycho oh clown. Oh my god, this yes. was good. SmackDown at at times. Oh my goodness, was it like you know, just uh, there wasn't much movement or or anything from the wrestlers and all you could hear is just Michael Cole's voice and it was like Ugh. and it made it feel like nothing was happening and <laughs> and it's just so and it's so blue it's so blue the whole time i don't it's just i feel like i'm in a casino watching smackdown or something or like you know at a at a rave the colors don't really change in that on that set yeah th- this comparing those two shows we're going to get into smackdown in a second but I mean, tonight we saw Psycho Clown separate his fucking shoulder. Lady Maravilla, I mean, what a heel. You know you're a heel in, in Mexico when everyone's wearing a mask. So basically it's wrestling that is suited for for social distancing. But a, a real heel lucha, luchador or luchadora, 
would uh, wear a mask that has their nose and mouth exposed, wouldn't they, Mil Calzonis? So <laughs> Lady oh, Maravilla is spitting and biting oh, her opponent, Lady Shani, but she ended up tapping out. And then after the match, Lady Maravilla is putting the boots to Lady Shani, but what would happen? Big Mommy would would come out and save the day. My new favorite technical or technica in, in Mexico. Vin Man, right now, I want you to Google Triple A Big Mommy with an I. And tell me what you think is of there, her. Is it is there a cool at the end of that name? Big mommy cool. <laughs> big mommy cool. <laughs> she, I burr, think she, burr, I, big I, I think big mommy. I think big mommy would kick Diesel's ass, and Vin Man's probably gonna uh, concur uh, with that once he sees a picture of her. She looks. She looks like a a formidable competitor, no doubt about that. Uh, you know, I, at first looking at, at your notes here, Long Allen, I actually misread this for Big Miami. And and I got really excited <laughs> to hear who this person was, uh, but but still just as good. Did did not disappoint. I think Big Miami's going to be a, a faction one day in AEW. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> gonna, it's going to be a, a bunch of a bunch of uh, a bunch of my 305ers that are going to be called Big Miami, and they're going to be running rough shot. I think Big Miami is going to be the crew that finally takes down the inner circle. That's my prediction. It won't be the elite. It'll be Big Miami. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe i mean if if mvp's listening montel Vontavious porter i think he could make his new faction him shane yeah. ford and brandon vink uh as big miami what do you yeah. Vin Man, what do you think of brandon vink is it he what a great what a great great new addition to raw i'm so excited oh, ab- absolutely yeah I, I got high hopes for this kid uh, he just looks downright, da- downright dangerous. He looks, like, I, he, de- he looks like a guy who would just pick the shit out of so many other kids in high school. I just, uh, what an arrogant looking asshole. We haven't uh, even heard him talk yet. I can't wait to see him in action, though. I'll say that. I can't wait to hear him talk. And he's, I haven't seen him without a shirt yet. Oh, shucky, ducky, whacker. Whack. That's with a shirt, Mel Calzonas. He's never wearing a shirt, that Brandon Vink. Uh, also on AAA, Lucha Fighter. Uh, we also had in between each match, Vin Man, you'd go to the announcers sitting at home, and they'd be rubbing, they'd be talking, reading tweets, and rubbing uh, hand sanitizer furiously. And then they'd go back to the ring, and it'd be the announcer in the ring alone uh, saying, Para ustedes, para nosotros. Together at home, and you know, he'd hype it up. This is Lucha Fighter for you on Saturday night, and and then he'd get out of the ring, and then the entrances would happen, and he'd make the <laughs> he'd stay the hell away from anyone making an entrance, which I thought looked really cool, and made every match feel big. Uh, Chessman, uh, big upset against Pagano too, kicked him right in the nutsack in a very sloppy hardcore match. Uh, what do you, th- you like? Ch- are you a fan of Chessman, Bill Calsonis? Uh, I don't think I've really gotten around to see Chessman. Is he built? Is he black and white? No, he's black and red, and there's no checkers oh. or there's no like kings or bishops anywhere on him. I don't know why he's called Chessman. So, what, so wait, I mean, he's black I, and red. I actually think he's it's because he has a big chest, and because it's Spanish, he's Chessman because he's got a big chest. <laughs> I don't know. AW walks around just. He does, and he wears a shirt. He dresses like you know, like a luchador hardcore wrestler, uh, like Pagano. Uh, It makes sense. You go up to someone, you be like, "Look at my chest, man." 
exactly. Hey, she got a big chest. You better watch out. I don't know if you could handle all that, dog. Hey, hey, you see that chest, man? <laughs> that shit big, huh? Uh, what do you like better, Vin Man? Are you a Nile gas man or a chess man? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, I'm, I'm are you a Mr. Assad? Are you, are you a Mr. Assad? Are you a Mr. Assad? I love to rub him. I love to lick him. Uh, the oh, highlight yeah. of this show was Pentagon Junior for me at least versus Hijo de Vikingo, uh, who's I mean this youngster, what a future! Did a 450 splash springboard from the middle rope, f- jumping from the outside mm-hmm. of the apron. I mean, this was incredible. He ended up losing the Pentagon Jr. via package. Bio driver! But what a great showing. I was really impressed. I look forward to seeing him in a future interim cruiserweight NXT tournament uh, down the line. Uh, let's get to SmackDown on Fox here in, in a hot second. But before we do, uh, we do want to get a word from our sponsors in. Uh, this week, it is uh, brought to you by the Corona Beer Company. Uh, who is going to be uh, doing some things with Marburger beers, uh, apparently, Vin Man. We got our copy here, and apparently a big uh, fundraiser between the two beer companies. We rarely see that. It's it's based, This is like the AWA and, and Mid-Atlantic coming together for like a super clash. Marburger beer, Corona beer, with a big rock and roll festival in the fall, and, and that's going to be really special. Yeah, these are un- unprecedented times. They are for sure. So we'll be right back to talk SmackDown after a word from the Corona Beer Company and Andre the Giant. And now Andre the Giant calls the CEO of the Corona Beer Company. Thank you for calling Corona. How may I help you? Ah, Corona. No, I can reach you. This is Andre the Giant, the number one wonder in the world. Uh, hello, Andre the Giant. Uh, thanks for calling uh, us. Uh, why Why are you calling our, our headquarters here at the Corona Beer uh, Company? Andre just, just wants to tell you he supports you. I know a lot of people don't like you right now because you are getting people sick, but you got Hulk Hogan sick, so you are number one in Andre's book. Andre, very happy. Oh. Andre wants to order a lot of beer. Oh, Andre, oh, uh, I, the, the, it's a common misconception. We're actually not uh, part of the, the pandemic is not caused by our product, but we appreciate your kind words. I don't believe Hulk Hogan got the coronavirus either, but you said you wanted to place an order. Or... <laughs> you don't have to play K-Table with me, Andre the Giant. I know you're the one that does the corona, and then you beat Hulk Hogan in two seconds, Andre the Giant. Respect that Andre the Giant wants 500, 500 barrels of Corona for Kitsuhira. Uh Oh, so you will be placing an order with this. Okay, hold on. Let me get my pen, Andre. You said this was for a, a Kinson. Oh, a, what was that? This is for a Kinson Tower. It's for my niece. It's, she gonna, it's for me, Master's niece. You invite Andre. Andre brings 500 Coronas uh, for Kinson Uh Andre the Giant won 500. You beat Hulk Hogan in two seconds. Andre, respect that. You give me 500. Okay, so 500 barrels for a quinceanera. I hope that this uh, quinceanera is going to be practicing social distancing, Andre. How's social distancing going for you uh, during these unprecedented times? 
uh, Andre the Giant is practicing perfect six feet away from my beer. Uh, you stay six feet away from my food. Uh, you stay six feet away from Andre the Giant. Uh, it's doing good. You deliver them now. Okay, we got that down for 500 barrels to you, Andre. Can I get your address? Uh, you can send it to Bobby Heenan's house. His address is Bobby Heenan house, and you send it now. Oh, don't forget the lines. Welcome back to Brain Buster Radio. Brainiacs, Long Allen, Ice-T here. Milk Calzones on the Unos and Doses in Vin Man, and we are ready to talk SmackDown on Fox from this past Friday night. It was another uh, big night for the blue brand, a couple of Money in the Bank qualifiers. But no, let's start this off. No Mr. Robot promos, uh, Mil Calzonas. I know you've been loving those. Uh, there, w- there was no no computer nerds hacking the show this week saying the truth will come out. Uh, yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm trying to see everybody's business. We're all locked down in quarantine. And the soap operas are boring. And I'm waiting for this man, this unknown hacker to just just start shelling out information i want to know everyone's uh dirt sheet uh you could say you know unless it's dave Meltzer, i i don't want it i don't i want this this whole angle to go away i want to be mad if they just completely scrapped it vin man and we never saw the hacker again i want it to be uncle dave and no one else that that would be good uh something tells me it's not dave Meltzer. Uh, but I am interested in seeing who this is. Uh, they've been hyping it up for quite some time. Uh, and I, I, I guess we're getting close to it. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't I don't think we're getting close. There's no sign of him at all today. Not even like a – I don't even think they had any like those little interruptions, those little – while someone's talking or nothing. But how good would it be, you know? I mean, Moose the Mark's not here to exactly paint that picture. But, I mean, if – they're saying that the truth is out now. And then it was all of a sudden the shadow went away and it was Dave Meltzer. And he said, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, this angle has been going on a long time. You know, these people have been waiting. And I've been writing a lot about WWE, and, you know, the whole time. And it's actually, you know, I was working well, for Vince the whole time. Well, Long, well, Long Allen, I yeah. know a way you can figure out if it, I know a way that you can figure it out if it's Dave Meltzer. If the information is correct, then it's not him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so far, you know, then you could stop watching and you could stop caring about it. So far, Mr. Robot has hit the nail on the head with the the Otis and Mandy stuff. That was all true. Blew that thing up and it came to blows uh, this past Friday again. But I don't see that either fork and that road ending soon. Vin Man, Otis beats Dolph. He qualifies for money in the bank. How surprised and disappointed are you? Oh, yeah. There's still one spot left, but that was Wild to see, and he won with a worm elbow drop. Yeah, that caterpillar, uh, pretty pretty lethal maneuver right right now. A, a well protected move, as Musta Mark would say. Uh, you know, Otis. As, as I'm a huge Dolph fan, obviously, but I, Otis just seems to have Dolph's number. You know, he beat him at WrestleMania, the bi- biggest show in the whole world, and, and he just beat him again on SmackDown Live. I mean, where's Dolph Ziggler go from here? Uh, he just lost to Otis. I don't know. I, I do not know. I'm Dolph Ziggler. I mean, Mil Calzonas hates his guts. So, Mil Calzonas, is this no. an I told you so moment no. for you? What What happens with I Dolph mean, Ziggler next? I've been saying it 
I've been saying it the whole time. Just because Dog Ziggler can jump off the ring and fly off to the fifth row doesn't mean you're going to win matches. I mean, he was outmaneuvered by this guy by a guy named Otis. That's a fucking a dog from a movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, or, you're losing to him. Or a, a legendary R&B singer or a legendary yeah, but, uh, uh, bench player in the NBA. Oh, well, Otis is in the Money in the Bank. I would say he's the he'll he's probably gonna have the worst odds to win it, right, Vin Man? Uh, yeah, they even talked about that he's on got SmackDown. Such short uh, arms. Corey, yeah, Corey Graves said that, wondering if this man could even climb a ladder. Uh, but this is a little bit different Money in the Bank match than we've ever seen before. So I'm I'm not counting anybody out at this moment. Uh, are you gonna be able to like? Well, well, we'll speculate more on this, but like, it's at an office building, so they're they're maintenance people. So maybe you could like get someone to help you. Like what you know, service guy or something, or they've got all sorts of equipment. Otis has has a, as good a chance as anybody, I think. One spot left. We'll get to that oh, in a yeah. minute. Uh, Carmella super kicked Mandy's face off after she was distracted by Sonya Deville, who said she's going to quote ruin her life, and she did uh, by uh, costing her a shot at the Money in the Bank a year after giving her spot up to Mandy. I just want to know what the hell did Sonya Deville ever get from Mandy Rose? She just last year gave away her spot for nothing in exchange out of the goodness of her heart. But I'm starting to think it was out of just a, a I think she's kind of a maniac. I think she's kind of a, a unstable Brian Pillman S type character. She seems like she might be a stalker too. She is dis- displaying very disturbing behavior that i mean you could really match up with some of the great serial killers in, in u.s history vin man this is not good i i don't i'm not quite sure if i go that far but but she does seem to have some sort of sadistic intentions here uh to to go after mandy rose she said she was going yeah. to fucking ruin her life ruin her life <sighs> Ruin it. Well, you could you could already argue that you know she's accomplished her goal. I mean, Mandy Rose had a shot to be in the Money in the Bank uh, corporate ladder match, and she's not going to be in it. I mean, I mean, where do you go from here? Uh, you know, talking about where does Dolph Ziggler go? Where does Mandy Rose go from here? Well, she goes back to Otis. You know, she's got still you know a budding romance. And well, I don't think she's just looking to be a valet. She's I mean, got I think she the wants W more than that. She's got the WBF. You know, she's got she's got a lot going for her. I mean, there's I th- blonde hair. if you're rooting for she's got blonde hair. If you're rooting for Sonya Deville to do this and ruin Mandy's life, I think Sonya's got work to do. Right, Mel Calsonis? What do you think she could do to ruin Mandy's life? I mean, if you're already telling me that this lady's already going crazy, are you going to tell me now she's going to start dyeing her hair blonde and then she's going to start looking like Mandy Rose and it's going to be kind of like rock the crate. Was it rock the cradle hand? The hand that rocks the cradle. Yeah, is that there? You go. I would love if, to see. If Mandy, she starts doing some of that stuff, then yeah. we have then we have really big things to worry about. I'm looking at some long booking here, Vin Man. Mandy next up for her, she gets pregnant with Otis's child, and then <laughs> and then in like a year, Sonya Deville kidnaps the child and tries to raise it as her own. Good. I, I I've I've been long campaigning for a good kidnapping angle for, for quite some time. I think if and anybody's going to give us a kidnapping, Sonia Deville's displaying some behavior that might might fall into that category. Vin Man, I think you might get you your wish. You got that here. right. You got that right. I, I'm I, I'm 100 percent on it. I really am. 
Uh, the money in the bank field for the women is set too, by the way. Um, no spots left there, and it, it's really good. So with Carmella now officially uh, joining the, that fray, uh, she joins uh, Dana Brooke, uh, Asuka, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler, and Lacey Evans in the women's portion of the money in the bank. You've got, I think, really this is some of the best talent in a money in the bank man or women yeah. we've ever seen yep. because I yep. could see literally any one of them winning. I, I, I mean, this is going to be, especially with the circumstances at this corporate office, hardest money in the bank ladder match already for me to even think of and start picking Carmella just qualified. I'm going to have to start doing some homework Vin man. Yeah. And Carmella, she's got more success in this uh, match than any other woman. Uh, and one thing I will say, I'm not sure if you caught this, Long Allen, but Carmella singing her theme song after she wins a match is maybe the best thing going right Capiche? now. Capiche? You're right. I, I'm a big fan of that. I'm also a big fan of the 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 role Dana Brooks on. I, I just love how much she believes in herself. She really believes in herself. She's got me practicing my uh, handless cartwheels, uh, failing miserably. You've got Lacey Evans in this one. I mean, I don't want to break it all down yet. We got time to do that, but goddamn, what a what a nice, nice field that is for the women's money in the bank. Uh, let's move on now to SmackDown, though. Here, so Sheamus is just fucking murdering jobbers right now. I mean, not like Brent, <laughs> not Brendan Vink jobbers, not not the, that quality. But I mean, if you watch AEW, Vin Man, they, they don't handle their jobbers the way Sheamus is handling jobbers right now. I mean, that's safe to say. I'll say this, yeah, Seamus looks to be in the best shape of his life right now. You could tell he's 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 slimmed down a little bit. The guy is just absolutely shredded and, and he is just mowing down anybody who gets in his path and, and he's he's ready to just beat the hell out of Jeff Hardy, it appears like. He wants to beat the fuck out of Jeff Hardy, but I just want to know, okay, what does he want from Michael Cole? I mean, Michael Cole I I'm I'm critical <laughs> terrified. I'm critical of Michael Cole as much as the next guy, but I mean, what does Sheamus want from him? He's calling his matches, he's calling the moves, and then he's throwing it to Jeff Hardy video packages with Vince McMahon yelling in his ear. Sheamus knows all this. Why is he getting so mad at What does he want Michael Cole to do? Bill Cusonis pull his pants down and start wanking it in the middle of his match? Why is he so <laughs> mad at Michael Cole? Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe he's just not giving enough credit to Sheamus. I mean, maybe Sheamus just wants a whole bunch of compliments. Like, hey, man. You slim down. You're looking good. I mean, we get it. Jeff Hardy's come back from rehabilitation, and, you know, drug substance abuse. And I don't know, maybe be like, yo, Sheamus ain't never had no drug abuse. Maybe he wants praise. I don't know, man. He can't, Sheamus... He's fucking Irish. I don't know. I don't fucking know. What if she, fucking yeah, Sheamus... crazy fuck eating potatoes, fucking <laughs> throwing, fucking walking around like Conor McGregor drinking whiskey. Fuck, man. I don't know what's in his mind. He's. I've got a crazy alcohol problem. You don't talk about me none, Cole. Why don't you talk about yeah. my hardships? Yeah, I don't know why. Hey, so I like, you know, I love Ninja Turtles. Like, just throw that shit out there. Just give them love. I think that's all he needs. He really, Seamus really wants a hug or some love, or I think just a piece of Jeff Hardy's ass. Uh, speaking of the Hardys, Vin Man, we waited for you to get back to the show to play this. Uh, this has very little to do with SmackDown, but. Uh, I received a personal message from Jeff Hardy's brother, current AEW star, uh, Broken Matt Hardy, 
and it really was one of the most special things I've ever received. Yes, I am broken, Matt Hardy, and this phenomenal media transmission is dedicated to one of my favorite individuals on the face of the planet Earth, yes, one of my favorite men in the multiverse, yes, and that is you, Alan Michael, yes. Alan, it's so nice to be interacting with you through this screen. I am at home at my humble abode, the Hardy Compound, broadcasting live via Vanguard One, yes. And Alan, I must tell you, I have heard so many absolutely wonderful things about you from Sean and Courtney, my friend friend, yes. Now, Alan Michael, I understand that you are the brother-in-law, and you currently are just graduating college from the University of Pittsburgh, yes, and you are an enormous wrestling fan, and obviously a very intelligent one. I'm sure you are a subscriber to my broken brilliance, yes, and someone with such an astute mind like yours shall never, ever Eat away in class of I am so is obsolete, obsolete, yes. Now, I understand you are a huge wrestling fan, and because of that, you host a podcast, and that is dedicated to wrestling, and it is called Brain Buster Radio. That is stupendous, my friend. What I would like to do, Alan Michael, is wish you luck as you enter the next chapter of your career. I have had a very potent and prolific premonition. The next chapter of your career shall be... Wonderful, yes! My friend, be well, and I hope to see you vessel to vessel in the future. Alan Michael, may 2020 be your best year ever! Enjoy the show! Woo! Oh, man. Matt Hardy sending old Long Allen a cameo, Vin Man. It was great, but I have a question. Should my should my future brother and sister-in-law have gotten it gotten Jeff Hardy to just dance in front of the camera for 2 minutes instead? <laughs> yeah, that w- certainly would have been good. Um it, you know, there were a, a certain monetary restrictions. Um you know, what came to this cameo unfortunately and and I, I did not look up the prices, but Jeff Hardy dancing for two whole minutes. My God, that's got to be expensive. Either way, uh, thank you to Matt Hardy for the shout out to Brain Buster Radio, a stupendous podcast. Now we've been labeled by the uh, the the broken brilliance of Matt Hardy. Uh, his current uh, what this his vessels currently housing. What's its name? Damascus Vinman. Is the entity <laughs> so Damascus approved Brain Buster Radio? Now we can start putting that on the promotional materials. Mel Calzonas, get on that. Uh, but the Hardys rule wrestling. It's 2020, and it's the same old, same old Vin Man. Two biggest stars in the world currently. <laughs> yeah, the whole last 20 years. Bray Wyatt on SmackDown is gunning for that u- that Universal Championship, and. Uh, you know, he told a, a nice story on, on his Firefly Funhouse, I thought, this week, Vin Man. I mean, this was the most Fred Rogers-esque he's gotten. 
sitting there just reading a book to to everybody about a rude black sheep who abandoned a needy shepherd. I I was if, if I had kids, I would have plopped them in front of the TV screen to hear that one. That was a great story. Yeah. And in fact, I think that's why a man called Wired is not here right now. He, he is uh, reading this story over and over again to a baby called Wired. Well, this is this was a good story. You know why it taught you taught you a lot of things. You always sh- you should always say goodbye to your friends. It's it's rude to leave and without saying goodbye. Uh, that's an Irish goodbye. That's like that's why people don't like Seamus, maybe. Um <laughs> And then, and then, Mil Kelsonis. This story was also, I thought, uh, really good because it taught a lot of good lessons about, you know, just sticking with your friends through thick and thin. You know, like even even if you know that they're taking all the glory, and if you know they are put together, a, you know, a big meeting for a big podcast episode, and forget to tell you what time it's at. Like you still should forgive your friends, <laughs> even when that happens, right? Uh, no, actually, not really. I mean, it just. I don't know the way it sounded like. It sounds pretty why it's hurt, man. What, what are you supposed to do when your when your big dogs uh, go on to bigger and better things? You you support them. You don't write a story about being a black sheep. Well, remember, Bron's a big sheep. He's no big dog. There's only one big dog, and right now he's holding that title. The big dog should be holding, but that's another story. Uh, do you think Braun Strowman should give an explanation? Next week, Vin Man, for why he ditched the Wyatt family. He never really, you know, he never, John Cena never joined the Nexus, and Braun Strowman never said why he left the Wyatt family. Yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, interesting things that I, and you know, questions that were never answered surrounding the Wyatt family, uh, specifically their demise. Uh, you know, I mean, there were there were three followers in that group, and they've all gone their separate ways, and we never really got, got good answers because of it. Uh, I can't wait to see the DVD on this. You know, uh, when I left the Wyatt family, Alexa Bliss's father <laughs> is a retired FBI agent, and he helped me with my conversion therapy when I was exiting that cult, the Wyatt family, and he helped me get back to being myself. And I want to thank Mr. Bliss. <laughs> And Bray Wyatt's gonna get these hands on Sunday. Do you think they're gonna gonna make a show like Waco about uh, yeah. <laughs> the Wyatt family? Hell yeah! About the about Ra- about those fifty one days that they were holed up until Randy Orton burned that motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Bray Wyatt. Well, remember this is Bray Wyatt facing Braun Strowman, not the Fiend. Something we will discuss thoroughly on the next BBR when Triple J's here. I cannot wait to hear him complain about why am I even excited for this match? The Fiend's not even in it. I'm sure he'll say that. Uh, He'll probably bring up something about, you know, does Bray Wyatt even have a a wrestler's license? You know, we know the Fiend has one. (laughs) Does, does, Does Bray Wyatt have one? Yeah, and also maybe well the fiend maybe isn't cleared uh, with social distancing. We, who knows his status? Who knows anyone's status at this point? A lot of wrestlers uh, coming and going. They've been absent. It's it, it's unprecedented times right now, Brainiacs. But uh, we still have Miz and Morrison, the greatest tag team of the 21st century. They did commentary during a big victory for the Forgotten Sons over the New Day. Jackson Riker interfered, of course. They did not win this match clean, but. Uh, we learned a lot of things in this one that the Forgotten Sons know how to take advantage of a situation. We learned that the Miz is not gluten-free. And we learned that Michael Cole 
is just the worst kind of jersey. Speaking of Waco, Michael Cole covered Waco. Did you know that? I'm pretty sure if you've seen the the, the TV movie, the 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 guy, the the reporter who's outside the compound calling uh, the local or the the FBI or something. He's like he's like relaying information. I think that was Michael Cole in real life. I don't know. I might be spreading rumors, but uh, that was back when he was a good journalist. Uh, now he's just an instigating gotcha journalist. I mean, he was really trying to get Miz and Morrison to fight each other in this Vin Man. I did not really appreciate that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've seen those kind of tactics before from, from uh, you know, uh, broadcast journalists. It, it, it's not appreciated either. Uh, one th- one thing I, I did want to say is, is Long Allen, yeah, you know, it, you said it wasn't a clean victory by the Forgotten Sons, but I don't think that should be diminished at all. I mean, any sort of victory over the New Day is extremely impressive in my book. Well, yeah, you're talking about probably the greatest group in all of wrestling history, the New Day, uh, for my money, and they got a win over them, uh, non-title. So, you know, there are some, there are some asterisk, asterisks here, and, you know, they haven't, they haven't totally arrived, but the Forgotten Sons are, are I think, on a mini roll right now, but they're going to need a lot more. They got a fatal four-way tag match at Money in the Bank where they're going to get a title shot. You, I, I wouldn't want to win that match. Who would want to win your first title in a, in a match like that? You want to beat a team yeah. head-to-head. You know, I know Vin Man hates that kind of match. I mean, it'll be fun to watch, but New Day's going to pull it out. Um, yeah, Cole, what a, what a, what a dickhead. I mean, well, Miz and Morrison finally reuniting. This guy's trying to get them to fight, talking about who's who makes the writes their jokes, and well, uh, one I'm has sure a he kid, was just, the other doesn't. Well, I'm sure he was trying to like rebuild his image after he looked like a little bitch in front of Sheamus. He did, but I mean, this would be like me coming on on this show right now and saying like, "Oh, Vin Man, you know that uh, you know uh, Mil Calzones." Uh, Said that your your uh, wedding looked cheaper than his uh, his cousin's quinceanera. You know, he said that, and then if and I just spread rumors like Michael Cole and got you two to fight on this show. That's not not would it be cool of me? No, it would not. It would not be cool. No, Calsonis, you never said that, right? I mean, I mean, to be fair, the quinceanera cost about five hundred million pesos. So I mean. Vin Man, how much that, did your like wedding cost in, in pesos? Rachel Man, is that fighting words this year? Uh, <laughs> speaking of fighting, SmackDown started with a great fight between Daniel Bryan and King Corbin. I was really into this match. It ended. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It was a great match. King Cor- It was it was cl- a classic, classic kind of match. Daniel Bryan, the technician, well traveled, all heart. King Corbin, uh, the anointed one, all giving given all the skills you would need just by simply being a huge man who's very athletic and you know, they went at it, but D D Bry pulled it off via DQ uh, and he got murdered afterwards by Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro and Corbin. Now you got these guys have, have shifted from following radical left wing uh, Sammy Zayn. <laughs> and now they're following a fascist King in Corbin. So these guys obviously just have varying political ideologies, but they are goons for another guy now, and they're going to be teaming up with Corbin next week to take on Debray and Drew Gulak, Vin Man, with a mystery third man. Who will the third man be? 
Yeah, I, I consider myself the you know the resident expert on third men on Brainbuster Radio, and you got to think that you know they're they're going to be looking for another grappler because uh, that's what these guys like to do. Len Denton, uh, you think it's going to be the grappler, Len Denton? <laughs> it could be. Made a lot of waves um, back in Portland in the day. <laughs> I'm going to go with Chad Gable as a a grappler. Uh, that they're either him or Shelton Benjamin. It's going to be oh, one of the two. That's good. I'm, I'm going to go with Elias because he has that bone to pick with Corbin. I don't know his status. It's pure speculation, but he obviously has unfinished business with Corbin still, right, Mo Calzonas? So, I mean, who, who's he your prediction? For the, who's your prediction for the third man? I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it looks like it's all small guys, so it's probably going to be like Ali or something like that. Oh, well, we've got a lot a lot for you to gravitate towards there and, and choose from there. Brainiacs, let us know who you think the third man will be next week on SmackDown. At the Brain Busters, tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. The women, <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'd like to talk to Moose DeMarc about, about Cesaro and Nakamura's political agendas. Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean... You're talking. You, you once upon you once upon a time said that Cesaro was a part of what did you call it the uh, the, oh, the one, Independent Alliance the Independent Alliance and they've they they lean one way I mean yeah the these two guys I think they're basically like political mercenaries whoever has the money they're going to help you get elected they're going to help you with your agenda I mean they are becoming some of the seediest individuals in WWE um, Tamina was attacked on SmackDown as well, just like Daniel Bryan, uh, but she didn't end up uh, just laying out on a pile of chairs. She was helped by Lacey Evans uh, as Bailey and Sasha Banks. Just, oh, what mean girls. After Sasha was pretending to be really nice to Tamina too, Vin Man, and then Bailey hits her from behind, not, you know, I don't, any great champion you think of, Bruno Sammartino never attacked someone backstage. Uh, from behind, you know, yeah. that, that great champions that we want to look up to role models. Bailey calls herself a role model. Lacey Evans saved the day. You, you you do that. That's what a role model does. I think so. This feud really, when I'm watching Bailey, especially, it just makes me think of a man called wired and that baby called wired. A man called wired has a lot of Bailey paraphernalia. He shows his child, a lot of Bailey matches. And I don't, th I mean, I don't want to tell anyone how to raise their kid, but who do you think a man called Wired should be having a baby called Wired look up to? Because I don't think it's Bailey. We might have to say something to him. Well, I, well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but he, you know, he he wants his child to to get right to the top, uh, you know, by any means necessary, and you know that's that's what Bailey's done here, and and you know she you know she's the champ for a reason, and you know she she's aligned herself with uh, that sneaky Sasha Banks. Uh, who, you know, who I will say looks like she is in the best shape of her life right now. Um, and, you know, this was just, a, you know, looks like it was the beginning of a Pier 6 brawl backstage. It was, but really unbecoming of a champion. What about you, Mil Calzonas? I mean, we, we with such great female females out there as role models from uh, Charlotte Flair to, to Lady Shani and Big Mommy, uh, baby girl. Who do you think a man called Wired should have a baby called Wired looking up to? I mean, I, if there's one woman uh, you need to be looking up to is to Oscar. She wears uh, paint in her face. 
she dances all the time. <laughs> uh, she's like a fucking clown, so it's uh, like perfect. You know, if if a baby called Wired is going to be emulating Asuka, I'm never going to invite a man called Wired and his baby over for a play date. <laughs> I don't want to hear his baby just screaming in Japanese at everybody. And we're not going to know gonna, what the hell's going on. Long Island, they're going to be like, oh... Baby Wire, do you want a bottle? Okay. 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 Oh, Naya Jackson. Baby Wire, do you want do you want some carrots or do you want some celery? Oh, la damn. Like, <laughs> you have catchphrases. You got all this wonderful great things. Asuka is a That's- gem. And she's been the hero of of the pandemic, I would say. Uh, Last thing here from SmackDown. We do have men's and women's money in the banks coming up. And it was announced, Vin Man, that the matches will occur just like a Rozelle beatbox at the same time. And that was my best Moro Ronaldo type reference. Two matches happening at the same time at a corporate headquarters. I, I have no idea what to make of this. Yeah, th- this is some good shit right here. It- it's going to have people talking. Uh, th- this is my kind of match. Just, you know, you know, tons of elevation and, and structure. That- that's what it's all about, you know. And uh, I-, I just cannot wait to see this go down. This is, no- this is no doubt in my mind. This was something Eric Bischoff wrote down uh, for them to do during his time with the company. Uh, all hell is going to break loose. Uh, at the corporate headquarters, I, I cannot wait to see this. I'm hoping that there is multiple, you know, camera angles shown at the same time to keep up with all this action. Uh, it, it's going to be wild uh, for sure, and, and I cannot wait. I, I don't think I've been this hyped for a match in in quite a long time. Not necessarily because of who is in it. I think since uh, Kobo just, Hall, Vin Man. I think you're thinking since Kobo <laughs> Hall is the, this. Yeah, match. exactly. Uh, you know, the, the only thing, if this was a WCW match, I feel like it would have been wise of WWE to cross-promote here. WCW certainly would have. They should be calling this a diehard match. You know, they Mil Calzonas, this is happening. Like, at can a, you expl- explain court- to me what this is exactly? Uh, so for, for Mil Calzonas and anybody who still doesn't grasp what's going down at Money in the Bank, WWE headquarters in Stanford, a big corporate building will be where this match happens. The ring and the briefcases will be on the roof of this corporate building. And, and all the all the competitors, men and women, will start at the bottom of the building to start the match. And they will have to make their way to the top of the building, into the ring, and to the top, through over the ladders and to the briefcases to win. And this is... It's it, At least all the promotional material, I just feel like I'm watching Wait. like a John McClane promo here. So... Why not call it a dog? So they have to climb. So okay, so this is for money in the bank. Money in the bank. And it's women and men all fighting for one briefcase. I no, I believe there's two. No, they have not two. specified, but it sounds like there's two briefcases. Looking at the pictures, it looks like it was two. So they're all going to be fighting at once in this Nakatomi building. Yes. And then they're going to have to go through each floor, and there's a ring on the roof. Yes. And they have to go outside to the ring. You gotta get to the. Be... You gotta get to the roof, and then you gotta get into the ring and climb the ladder and get the briefcase. And you start all. So, like, say I'm like chilling at my desk, getting my work done, and then all of a sudden, whoever's in the money, the Carmella throws Lacey Evans into my 
You're going to be able to throw them in like offices and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And Daniel Bryan said we might even get to see the dinosaur bones Vince McMahon has in his office. Oh, man, and I'm ready to watch this, Matt. When is this next week, right? A week from Sunday, Brainiacs, which is a week from, oh, yeah. uh, well, at, we've made it into Sunday now, so a week from today is at this live on tape recording on Brainbuster Radio. And and they all start together in the same place. They all start together at the, at the bottom of the building. The, my biggest question is not who's going to win. It's who is going to no. die and get thrown from the building like Hans Gruber. That is my question. So I'm just, I just want to know if, like, I'm like, I don't know, like, Daniel Bryan can kick Lacey Evans. Uh, I guess technically, right, Vin Man, you can't have uh, men competing with women in this one. I mean, if they're if someone gets in your way, I mean, it's certainly not encouraged. I would say. I mean, if I uh, if if like if I'm if I'm Otis, I mean, I think it would be what a formidable team if you got you and Nia Jax work together to both get to the top. I mean, no one would stop them. Yeah, I mean, if you just walk side by side up the staircase, I don't see how anybody gets by it. What happens? What happens if there's only one ring, correct, or two rings on top? Yeah! There's one, man. I'm, there's one. So ring. that means, so that means, that means, like, say Lacey Evans is climbing up the ladder, and that's the only working ladder, and I'm Otis, I'm gonna have to knock her out because I want to get my briefcase, right? That's all, all, all allowed. I just can't wait for the pre-show for Money in the Bank and Booker T's going to be like, what if in this match you got Lacey yeah. Evans and she going to be going up that ladder, but you know she going to have Otis in her way, man. She going to have to knock that big Otis down from the ladder. This is unbelievable how this all That's shucky what I'm saying. ducky. This- it sounds like the greatest shit ever. It's all like Nick Nia Jack's going to be going at it with my boy D. Bry. Finally, I've been waiting for that match. This sounds like the best shit I've seen since. Oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. It's definitely. Who's going to go through the window like the commercial? That's all I want to know. Oh, man. Like this, this money in the bank. And there's one spot left. Apollo Crews tweaked his knee, unable to compete. That last spot for the men's money in the bank ladder match, Vin Man, will be determined on Raw who you got winning the last spot. Is it even announced who the two competitors are? No, they did not say who's going to get a shot at it. So that's something really to be excited for for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, well, it's hard to even say during these unprecedented times. I mean, yeah, we don't even know who's going to show up to Raw. I mean, only thing I know for Raw is we have a tag team, uh, a tag team match between Street Profits and the Viking Karaoke guys. That's the only match for Raw we know of. But um, I'm hoping Jinder Mahal gets in this Money in the Bank ladder match. Let me just say that, Vin Man. I am all about a second Jinder Mahal WWE title reign. And it could start on Raw. We'll see it before not too long, I promise you. Raj Kukaraj. That's what I'm rooting for. What a return on Raw. Um, All right. That was SmackDown. Brainiacs, and uh, it was a it was a fun show. It was a you know it was a show. It was exciting. It's got me hyped for this Money in the Bank. Uh, more clarity into it. Let us know what you think. Can Sonya Deville commit murder or at least kidnapping? Uh, and what about Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman? Does Braun owe an explanation for leaving the Wyatt family at the Brainbusters? Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. 
We are going to close things up here shortly. We have some headlines to get into first, though, and uh, we've got a continuation from a very special investigative piece we aired last week, some found footage we had sent to us from a source that we are not going to name just yet because they've asked to be uh, remain anonymous, but uh, we have the second part of the piece they sent us from a very, very important WWE headquarters meeting. Uh, last week, you heard the McMahons selling to... Uh, the Disney Corporation, Bob Iger, head of Disney, and uh, we left you with a little bit of a cliffhanger. Here is the rest of that. Bob Iger taking over the WWE. What could this mean? Mmm. Do you smell it? There's a life force in here tonight. Do you feel it? Hmm? I look around this room, and I see... Potential. I see the future winner of the Royal Rumble. He's from England. I see a famous Mr. Money in the Bank. I see the future Raw Women's Champion. Being educated by private tutors my whole life, I'm looking forward to acting with professional wrestlers for the very first time. I'm sure I'll teach you, and I'm sure you'll teach me a little something also. Now, those of you from Ithaca, New York, probably know my father, Arthur Iger, the lighting fixture king. All the lights you see around the performance center have been donated by him. But I'm gonna do old dad one better. I'm not gonna just give you the light. I'm gonna show you the light. And to help me do it, let's meet the new staff of WWE, Team Iger. Hey, who wants to be on TV? There's Kevin Dunn, the cameraman. Hey there, Kevin. If all goes well, we'll continue to make WWE the number one sports entertainment company in the entire world. You're kidding. Listen, workers, at age 39, <laughs> I watched my hero, Hulk Hogan, lose to the ultimate warrior. I ended up with bad skin, low self-esteem, and no self-respect. But now I eat success for breakfast with my vitamins and prayers. <laughs> Ratings are gonna fly. And AEW is out of here, mister. And we're gonna do it together. Oh my God. Potential WWE sale rumors continue. Becky Lynch is becoming a bigger and bigger star by the day. And we have a word from Impact Wrestling. This week, Brainbuster Radio headlines are brought to you by Marburger Corporate Window Cleaners. Marburger Corporate Window Cleaners, the official corporate window cleaners of Money in the Bank, and I cannot wait to see that. You're going to have Marburger window cleaner, cleaners, Vin Man, cleaning the outside of WWE headquarters during the match. I mean, you're talking scaffolds on the side of the big buildings. Always makes for great action sequences. Oh, absolutely, yeah, scaffolding. Uh, you'd think that kind of work would be taken care of prior to the match starting, but 
Hard to say during these unprecedented times. Yes, it is. And you know, this this next Yeah, there we go. I like that, Mil Calsonis. This next part of headlines, Becky Lynch landing a role on Showtime's Billions. Do you watch that show, Mil Calsonis? Uh yeah, actually I do. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, uh not for me, but Becky Lynch on a big time show that I know a lot of people watch. And now rumors is she's saying she's being tutored by Cena in The Rock with her acting skills. Rumors that she might be a Marvel superhero pretty soon. I mean, what do you think of all this, Vin Man, Becky Lynch, the, the next step she's taking towards superstardom? Well, you know, we've always said, you know, or not we, but, you know, uh, some, you know, wrestling minds have uh, always talked about how she has great facial features and uh, good cheekbones. And, and that's critical to becoming a, a, a big-time movie star. And um, it wouldn't surprise me if she went this route specifically uh, to get out of the business before Ronda Rousey comes back. Oh, see, that's what I was hoping you'd say, Vid, man. I think a lot of people are thinking that. And you're right about the cheekbones thing. I mean, very rarely does a, a, a leading Hollywood actor or actress not have great cheekbones. Becky Lynch very much falls in line. I mean, can you think of any actor or actress that doesn't have great cheekbones? The only one, I, maybe Danny Trejo, Mil Calsonis, but he's machete. So, <laughs> I mean, Becky Lynch definitely is a Marvel superhero. Makes sense. I just saw him on a food show talking about his taco stand. Anybody know about this? Yeah, Danny yeah. Trejo's tacos. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Trejo tacos. Can, couldn't believe it. Yeah, we'll have to head out well, there for when we go for WrestleMania 37 in LA, even man. Yeah, can't, looking forward to it. Uh, next up, uh, Michael Elgin double German suplexed Moose and Hernandez during their match at Impact's Rebellion 2020. Vin man, what do you think of that? All I gotta say is you gotta be fucking strong to do something like that. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> God damn. And. I, <laughs> I mean, also, Hernandez still wrestling makes me smile every time I think that, you know, I think he's gone. He comes back. I mean, talk about one of the greats that never got a WWE run. Oh, my man. God. You know, I, I, I've been thinking about this over the past week, just, you know, from, you know, 2005 to 2010, just how good TNA was. It, it, it's unreal. And if you want to, if you want to, you know, check out what Vin Man's talking about. Go to Pluto TV for free, a great app, and watch the Impact Wrestling channel. They show shit from that era all the time. You could see some some gringo tosses and border tosses and gringo killers, Hernandez and his element. If if Hernandez ever got to WWE, Mil Casonas, who would you want to see him border toss first? Uh, probably the widest guy in the building, so probably Sheamus. Oh, no, if he went to AEW, I think Jake Hager versus Hernandez would be pretty good, man. man. That'd be pretty bad. Oh, my God. What a match. (laughs) Oh, man. TNA does it again. Absolutely. So, so good to watch that show. It is a great wrestling show for real. All right. Last piece of business here we have in headlines Uh, real quick. A leak script uh, hit the internets this week uh, from back in the day that uh, someone wrote and proposed to Mr. McMahon for an angle where he would have murdered Hornswoggle uh, after just, you know, we found out Mr. McMahon was the real father of Hornswoggle. The next step in that angle would have been Mr. McMahon murdering Hornswoggle to get him out of his hair. Um, are you upset they didn't do that, Vin Man? 
That would have saved us from Hornswoggle being the uh, anonymous general manager or whatever it was. You know, that whole shit at the time when uh, he then, you know, he, I think this was a, like happening whenever he, he got blown up in the limousine and then they had to kill that whole angle. Uh, how disappointing was that? I mean, that was some, that was good shit. It was. It was. I mean, I want more deaths in WWE is what I'm getting at here. I mean, we got we to gotta have another death soon. A storyline death I'm talking about, not real death, obviously. Well, Do you I mean, think in 2020 that's a possibility at all, Mil Calzonas? I mean, has anyone seen AJ? Is he still dead? Ooh. I mean, that can be, that can be mean, considered a death, right? I haven't seen him. I haven't heard from him. You know, I mean, until he's pronounced, he until he's like pronounced, he's like JFK Jr. Though, like I, I want to see the body, or I want to see like the official coroner report or something here. You know, I want to ver, I want verification. AJ's dead. I'm not calling that a WWE death just yet. If it's no, if it's, if it's not buried. AJ, I mean, if you call it a death, then charges are going to come into the Undertaker, and then Undertaker's going to be in jail. And it's like a whole big thing. Oh, like Money Michelle won't keep the Undertaker you know, out of jail. It's, it's, she knows she knows everybody I mean, in the police department down there in in Florida. Uh, if Carol I mean, Baskin can get away from get you know get away with killing her husband, the Undertaker could get away with killing AJ Styles. Vin Man, what do you think the next WWE death will be? It's probably going to happen at this uh, Money in the Bank <laughs> review when somebody falls off the. Titan Tires. Oh man! Oh, I gotta say, I I'm kind of hoping it's uh, I'm I don't know who I want it to be actually. I guess King Corbin. <laughs> I guess I want it to be that fascist King Corbin. Uh, but we'll see. We'll have to debate that on the next Brain Buster Radio. You ready to wrap this up, Mil Calsonis, and get a little bloody? Yes, man. Let's do it. All right. Let's uh make like uh, Chessman and Pagano and get some color. Brainbuster Radio falls count anywhere. Let me tell you something, Brainiacs. Brainbuster Radio is back. Capiche? Oh, my brother, testify. Ah. <sighs> Money in the Bank is sounding pretty fucking badass. When all these competitors are going to be trying to climb up the ladder for that briefcase, it's going to be chaotic. Will people get thrown through windows? Probably. Will work not get done from the people inside that office building? Probably. Will this be a badass fucking match? Oh, hell yeah. Brainiacs, during these unprecedented times, I've, I've been trying to keep up on everything, and, and it's been a lot easier, as always, for Long Island Ice-T. I'm trying to keep up on everything, but with some shows not actually going live or doing new shows, uh, you know, it leaves me wanting for more, so I'm going back in archives. I watched Clash of Champions 20 today. Fucking amazing opening. But I want to give a word of advice to you who maybe aren't as dedicated as I am to watching everything and keeping current on Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, All Japan, Big Japan, Triple uh, A, CMLL, AEW, WWE, you know, all the, all, all, all the promotions. Uh, take this time to 
catch up on the ones that you haven't caught that are actually not running shows right now. Like NXT UK, my favorite wrestling program of the last year and a half, I would say. It is so entertaining. The characters, the the in-ring action, the commentary, it's great. But right now, they don't have any new episodes. They're showing a lot of best ofs. So this is your moment to really get into it. Go back into the archive. Catch up on all the great angles that have happened. Make sure you see the development and the beginnings of Gallus, where Joe Coffey forged his way to becoming the Iron King of NXT UK. You could see the beginnings of Imperium and Valter. And, and, and coming up this week on NXT, they got a great expose, a deep dive, they said, into Imperium. You're going to want to see. NXT UK, catch up on it. New Japan Pro Wrestling, no new shows going on. A perfect time to catch up. Watch your Wrestle Kingdoms, okay? Watch your G1 Climaxes. Watch, I mean, watch your best of the Super Juniors of any year. Get caught up a little bit. Do a little bit of reading. There's so much great literature about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Please, just take the opportunity. Seize the moment. Get caught up. Get into it. Because there's plenty to do as a wrestling fan, even if you're quarantined at your fucking home. We'll get through this together for sure. But in the meantime, there is always work to do as a wrestling fan, especially as a Brainiac. All right, Brainiac, that does it for another edition of Brainbuster Radio. We'll be back after Monday Night Raw to give you our recap of that and dive into next week. Money in the Bank week, Vin Man. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting time of year. You know, after this, uh, after next Sunday, you know, there could be a, a, a title match at any time. You got, you got to be prepared for it. There could be a title match next Sunday. There could be. I mean, who knows? Or could there, could there not be? Because we don't know word yet. Where's the WWE, where's the WWE title match taking place? Is that in Florida while the money in the bank is in Stanford? That would mean that we're not going to have a same night cash in. Something to ask Triple J on the next episode for sure, right, Vin Man? I'm sure he's paying very close attention to the order of these matches. You know, ways of transportation. Yeah, that he he's always thinking. You know, as if he's the champion, trying to stay one step ahead. I want to say shout out to MVP, Brendan Vink, and Shane Thorne, friends of the show, a.k.a. the future Big Miami. I can't wait to see them on Monday Night Raw. Mil Calzones, what do you got lined up? What are you looking forward to this week in pro wrestling? Um, I need to see more of the hacker. Who is the goddamn hacker? Mr. Roboto. Is it actually going to be uh, Freddie Mercury himself? Uh, what What's his name? Rami Malik? Do you think it could be yeah, Rami I mean, Malik? He- I mean, Bond got pushed back till next year. He ain't doing shit. We will see. I'm hoping it's Dave Meltzer still, Brainiacs. All right. For Mil Calzonis on the ones and twos, Vin Man, Mark on the internet gimmicks, crying at home, a man called Wired, showing a, a baby called Wired, all the terrible things Bailey has done in her life, jumping Jacob J, and Long Allen Ice-T. I'm Long Allen Ice-T saying, I got to get the hell out of here and watch some Triple A Lucha Fighter Programs.